Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies And all the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow And I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low Get all the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwood with you. What's going on? Well, another day, another day of extreme Dow weakness and uh, Russell strength. <laughs> it's as interesting as can possibly be. Uh, and in all of my years of trading, I have never seen the uh, the amount of weakness. Uh, that I have seen uh, in uh, between the Dow and the other indices. I think that it's uh, really interesting uh, uh, that uh, the markets themselves uh, have really become have separated uh, as the the Dow continues to really get pounded based on what everything else is doing. You've got uh, the uh, the Nasdaq at highs. You've got the Russell at highs. You've got the Dow, the S and P kind of chirping around, and you've got uh, you know not much else going on. And of course, the Dow just continues to get blasted. And, and really, when you when you look at it, uh, the Dow itself has been uh, just a, a beatdown. And I actually trade the Dow S and P spread, and normally they they I've never seen this wide of a separation without a bounce back. So you can you can probably figure in the next day or so the Dow is going to have a big rally uh, back to um, to catch up, or the S and P is going to have a big break to catch up. But they're gonna they're, they're gonna re tighten up that little bit of a spread uh, because it's. Um, it's it's something that uh, you know that just is going to happen. I mean, there's there's too much of a similar relationship here. But we now see, of course, that uh, you know GE has been dropped from the Dow, and we don't we no longer have really an, a true industrial index anymore. Uh, in fact, I, I'm I would be I'd be from the school to you know either change the configuration of the Dow. Uh, make it instead of the Dow thirty. I don't I don't really think that we get a true representation on on the Dow thirty uh, anymore. I don't think that you know. Again, with all the different things out there, I would I would think they would want to change that and you know maybe make it the Dow one hundred or something a little bit more a little broader because again it's no longer an industrial index. It's really just an index that I think is only around because it was the original. Uh, but I don't think, again, like, like other things, I mean, you know, the, the entire Dow 30, the original 30 are now all gone. Uh, GE was in it for 111 years. And, uh, I think that, uh, you've got uh, the end and I think that just goes to show you progress. And I think progress would be to basically eliminate the Dow, um, you know, or create a better index, a more representation index, 
But again, it's it's really not you know what what you'd expect. But while it's still alive, again, the ratio is is still going to be consistent, and the, the all the Dow thirty stocks are in the S and P, so that's the the relationship. So we would expect to see something change here, and uh, you know we'll see. I, again, I, I think there's probably a a pretty big uh, move uh, setting up here. Uh, I would have to say I believe it to be the downside, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a uh, a spike up to new highs before breaking. I mean, this could be a you know a false breakout to the upside, um, and, uh, uh, and and then a a a kickback you know to the downside to take out lows, and I mean I, that would be more what am I thinking, you know, at some point here, this is, this rally is going to end. Again, I've said this for a while, so, but again, we have, we've been on the neutral plateau uh, and not really doing anything crazy here. Uh, but I would expect, you know, again, I would not be surprised, uh, you know, as we, you know, we talked about uh, NASDAQ 8,000, the Russell's making new highs. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the S&P and the Dow get there, even though right now we're seeing a lot of ugly trade. Uh, and, um, uh, but when it's all said and done, I think that, you know, we'll see some some selling pressure here. You know, there's going to be, uh, you know, interest rates are going to, I think, continue to rise, although they've come down here recently. I think that, uh, uh, you know, you, you're seeing a lot of pressure in oil. Uh, gold is just getting blitzkrieged. I don't, you know, again, that's that's totally out of character. Uh, and, of, of course, uh, you, you're seeing just a, a lot of things that are not doing as well as they might. But of course, you know, the, the FANG stocks continue to hold the markets up and you know, you've got the uh, 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 Netflix, like unbelievable. I mean, it's really a, a really a story of 400 and some dollars stock now. Uh, and you've got, uh, you know, the Comcast Disney deal or the Comcast Fox Disney deal, uh, which, you know, we're seeing a lot more move into the media space. So I think, you know, there's just things going on that, you know, we have to, uh, you know, be equipped and prepared for. But until until there's volume, until there's volatility, I don't see any reason to get overly excited or depressed or uh, too much involved either way. I think that you have to be patient enough to sit back and wait for your opportunities. I think that you have to be some who's ready to go and and not try to outsmart or outguess this market. Now, certainly, if I were going to, you know, like enter a trade to be put in, you know, I'd put in a something to sell much higher than we are now in the Dow. I was putting something much higher to sell in the uh, in, in oil than we are now. I'd put in something much lower in, in, in gold to buy. But, I, you know, I'd put like a dream price in of an area I'd like to buy. Okay, but I wouldn't again. Again, I don't see the purpose to be overly aggressive here. It's just not. It's not prudent as an investor, or as a trader, to get involved in markets that are what we're seeing right now. Um, you know, the 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 end of the day is just simply this: the markets are quiet. There is no volatility. Volumes are light. And 
for now, the markets want to continue to go higher. So there's really no reason to say, well, that it's over because it ain't over until the fat lady sings. It ain't over until we see some volatility. It ain't over until it's over. And if, if you think that you can make it be over because you want it to be, well, then just send your money into a, a charity because that's where it's going to end up anyways. There's just no particular purpose or reason to believe that although there's a lot of reason, there's a lot of underlying things that could get you to believe that, the, that we're in trouble. But at the end of the day, and, until it shows some trouble, there's no reason. So in the meantime... This is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. And, of course, you know you can download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm, and obviously we hope that you do. I'm trying to reach our goal of one million downloads a month, and so you can, and you can also get the uh, sporting edge there as well. And, and don't forget about our high school investing program. You know, we teach high school kids how to invest. We teach them a little financial literacy. Uh, and this is our ninth year, but we are out of funds, and we need some help if, if, we, if anybody's interested in keeping the program going. And if you want to help us out, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's Patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. This is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz, and we will be back with more of the show after the break. Todd Bubba Horwitz, The Bubba Show. We're coming right back to you. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And of course, I don't know. I'm going to. Here's here's all the things I want to bitch about. You know, it's funny. Before these exchanges became for profit, they used to be nonprofits. And they were, they're middle guys. They're, 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 they're legalized bookmakers, basically. Because what they do is they facilitate the trade. And they take their fees on both sides. That's the reason there's margin. You know, margin is paid on both sides of a trade. Uh, they've got to calculate it out based on whatever it was. And so the, basically what the exchange is doing is they're facilitating the trade. They have no risk and no exposure. And because there's clearing firms, the, the whole system is a, a clearing business that they facilitate the trades and set up the stuff and you know, which is great. I mean, listen, it was a great business. I love it. However, uh, about, uh, six months, seven months ago, the ice exchange started to charge for data for the, um, for the, to trade their indexes, you know, before you could trade any, basically any exchange, and, you know, you didn't have to pay extra for data. So then the ICE went to paying for data. Like it was like 100 bucks a month, something like that. Ridiculous, okay? You know, just to get their crappy data uh, and trade on their exchange. So I thought that was a, a, a was garbage. And I think it's a Bush move. Uh, but, of course, they're for profit now. So they got to keep the stockholders happy. But then, um, you know, one of the things we always talk about in our trading and when I'm teaching people trading is that, you know, your liquidity, your cost, you know, part of that comes into, you know, uh, commissions and, and trade costs and, and things like that. And, you know, many of the brokerage houses give you a platform for free and you get data for free, you know, except now you can't get the ice data. Uh, but now, as I'm finding out, 
to get futures data is your if you're a retail trader, okay, you've got to pay like five or ten or twenty dollars a month for each exchange that you want the data from. And I go, are you kidding me? So not only do you want to make the money on the fees and the facilitation, but now you want to charge for data. Now, I understand if you're a commercial trader, you know, I understand having to pay a data feed. But I went through this with bar charts. Uh, we've done a couple of our things, and they wanted, like, huge money to charge because they're getting charged from the exchanges. And I'm going, do you want anybody to be in this business? You know, the, the continue adding up of fees, it's hard enough to make money from a trading standpoint. You know, investors, you're not as concerned, nor would you ever pay a data feed because you know what you're buying, okay? But to be an active trader, or somewhat active, and now you have all these fees coming on, they're taking away the opportunity to make money. Because again, you know, when we traded, on the floor, you know, our goal was to make, you know, 10, 15, 20 cents on a trade on a contract, okay, and then trade as many contracts because that was kind of the average. Well, now they continue to add up fees, so how is somebody going to make money? You know, between the, the, the data feed, between the commission, between everything else, there's no money left to be made. You know, and, 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 I, and I'm, I'm sick of the, the greed factor I mean, it's, it's one thing if it was a, a part of having to make the exchange run and work. But not only have the exchanges minimized their overall cost, okay, because now their labor costs are next to zero, right? They have everything is computerized. You know, when, 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 when I traded on the floor and when the floors were active, each clearing firm had to have a back room and a compliance department and trade checkers. They don't have any of that anymore. But now they want to continue to add fees and costs. So not only are they paying out less, they want to take in more. And again, I think this is the greed factor, the pig factor of wanting to, to, to kill the independent investor. And why would you want to do that? To me, it, it, it doesn't seem logical that they'd want to put the independent trader out of business. I mean, because that's all they're doing right now is they're, they're taking away the free markets by pricing most people out of it. And, and I find that kind of disturbing because, you know, I can't trade without data, all right? So if I have to pay you for the data feed and I have to pay you for everything else, where's there going to be the money left for me? How am I going to make money? So I find that to be pretty unsettling um, the, the, because, again, they, they continue to tack on fees, right? You know, if, for example, you know, you can get a, a futures trade. You can do, you can find pretty much, you know, three, four dollars round turn. Now you can get a little bit less, but even if you're less, you know, even if you get, you know, let's say 50 cents commission, but the exchange fees, you know, are, are out of their minds. I mean, I think the grains exchange fees now are like two dollars a side, more than your commission for exchange fees. Now you explain to me 
why exchange fees are different for each product, okay, and why they're so expensive. And then tie that in. So if you wanted to buy, if you wanted to get a data feed for uh, for grains only, let's so that's $10 or $15 a month. Okay, now if you wanted to trade, uh, you know, let's say you trade 100 contracts in the month, so your exchange fees are going to be like 400, okay? Your commissions are going to be like 400. So now we've just paid out over $1,000 approximately to trade something that we have to pay for the data feed too, and we had not made dime one. So you explain to me why this has to be a part of it and why they have to be so, so greedy as to have to stick it to the independent trader on ridiculous fees. I don't get it. It pisses me off. I think that this is, a, 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 again, you know, a situation that, that needs to be rectified. I mean, this is just, you know, again, it, they're hurting the little guys. And, of course, you know how I feel about that. I, I, just, I just hate the fact that, they're so profitable, and again, I don't want. I want them to make profits. I'm I'm all for profit, but what I'm not for is destroying some potential careers for people, and immediately cutting their potential pay because you're you're too busy holding them up on ridiculous charges that cost you zip because you know the commercial houses the big traders, they pay huge fees. They pay much bigger than, than they're asking you to pay. But why is it that they feel compelled to have to stick it to you and me and, you know, just to nickel and dime us to death? That, to me, is tragic because it's there's, there's no need for it, there's no call for it, but yet... Here they are, and they're all doing it. They're all saying, well, you know, we don't need you little old guys out there. We just want the big guys, and we want we want all the money in the world. And, of course, that, again, creates just to me an, another issue that is uh, just sad. I mean, you know, again, in, at the end of the day, I find it to be very sad. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. And I am Todd Baba Horowitz, bitching away. Uh, but don't forget about uh, our daily update. You know, every day after the close, I do an update, which is available to you for free. All you have to do is go to libertytalk.fm. Excuse me. <laughs> go to bubbatrading.com, and you fill out the little box that pops up. And, of course, uh, no credit card required. It's free. And uh, I'll send you the update, usually three to five minutes long, and just right after the close, so you get an idea what I'm thinking. And don't forget to download the show every day at libertytalk.fm, the only station you need. And, of course, you get the Sporting Edge there as well. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz, and we're going to step out here for a break, and we'll be back with more of what I'm thinking after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz, we're coming right back. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report. 
bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz with you. And then we're just finished my, my ranting on, on what I think is just stupid. But what else is going on here? You know, again, we continue to hear the same old story. Uh, you know, and everybody, the, the, the experts continue to tell us what's new. But in the meantime, in the, in the meantime uh, we're seeing more of a play in uh, Netflix right now. Now, is you think Netflix is a short squeeze? Or do you think Netflix is a, uh, a takeover? And I've said this here before. I think naked and naked. I think Netflix is going to be a... Uh, a takeover. I think that you know after this Disney Comcast deal gets done, I think Netflix probably gets bought out. I don't know. I don't know what the hell price they can buy it out for, at the, with the levels it's trading at now. But uh, that would be my expectations uh, when I look at, uh, at what's going on here. Is is that they get that uh, they get bought? Um, I think that's been. I, I, I always thought it was going to be Apple first. My two choices were Apple or Disney, and it looks like it's uh, to me. It looks like it's going to be Disney with what's going on. So we'll we'll see what what that looks like and how that plays out. Now Tesla on the other side looks more like a short squeeze, uh, and 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 I I don't think I, I know Elon Musk is a smart guy. Uh, I know that he's a great spokesman for you know gets people excited i know he made billions of dollars in paypal i i know i love the the car and would almost consider buying one except i like driving trucks better uh but i cannot see tesla uh be being anything more than the short squeeze to me that stock is so far overvalued uh that it it, it could not possibly uh, go further but again I, I've been wrong before so I would not obviously uh, do anything crazy there but I do think that you're seeing I, I think what we're seeing here and, and this is what I'm thinking uh, I think we're seeing the end of the bull market now again it, it could last longer obviously this is not over today it could be but I wouldn't predict that but I think when you start to see a lot of these um, a lot of these big companies, uh, you know, the Amazons of the world that just, they're like exploding up. It's, there's no other way to put it. Uh, obviously, Netflix, Tesla exploding up. Google's been exploding up. Um, you know, 
uh, Amazon is 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 in, obviously in the roof. Uh, even Apple is you know getting close. And, and I think that the the, 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 the lunchman here seems to me to be Apple at one trillion. Okay, uh, I, I think that is 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 where the markets need to get to so we see the the end of this bull market. And again, I'm not anxious for the end. I'm anxious for some trade. Uh, but I think, you know, you've got, when you start seeing these ridiculous new valuations, you know, like somebody came out with a valuation on Netflix uh, for 500. Okay. And again, could it be worth it eventually? I suppose, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not again it. I, and just, you know, full disclosure, I mean, I don't own any stock, but I, I do like the company. I do like the, I like the product. So I can't, you know, I, I can't take it away from there. Uh, so, again, I'm just saying that to me, is it, there's no way that's a $500 valuation. In my, again, in my opinion, it does not make me right, but I'm allowed to have my opinion. Uh, but you just see these, you know, you're, you're seeing these these now lobster moves, right? They can, you see these leaps and bound moves and, and the inability for the market to ever even have a potential sell-off. I mean, and, and you look at, uh, you know, the, the, the Russell, okay, for example, which is, which has come from, you know, 14, 1,500, let's say, in April 2nd. And it's now over seventeen hundred, so a thirteen fourteen percent move in you know less than uh, less than three months, less than a quarter. I mean that's just that's just kooky talk. And 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 of course, if you look at the other extreme, and you look at the Dow, the Dow from that same date is up one uh, percent. Okay. In that same time period, the S and P is up um, about six percent or so. So, when we when we when we look at it again, this is you, this explosion to the upside. And again, there's nothing wrong with it, but usually this is an indication. I mean, the Nasdaq is up fourteen percent from then. So here you've got. A one percent, two fourteens, and two fourteens, and a six or seven. Again, that relationship is is goofy, okay. And, and of course, you've got, you know, the the whole thing going on in 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 the, in the White House. But of course, we know the White House really doesn't have very much to do with this. But so, can the markets sustain this rate of change? And the answer is absolutely not. Now, that does not mean that there's an imminent meltdown okay it does not mean that the breakdown is coming tomorrow but you know that at some point there is going to be a nasty flush in this market uh and at the end of the day um you know is it better to be in it trying to predict it you know trying to predict it you know who knows how much longer these things will go straight up i certainly wouldn't want to predict it you know, I might try to set up some sort of a neutral short position that that grows, uh, you know, some sort of a back ratio type of trade to to put myself in position. But what I think that you know is is what we really should be waiting for is the sell off 
and then to, to sell the subsequent rally. But you're getting this these 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 gaps, these blowoffs, leaps and bounds to the upside, and um, you know they're they're and I'm, I'm not a news player. I'm only all I'm trying to do here is look at the potential probability of what is what what is happening and and to me the, the the probabilities are is that this market is looking for a reason to break lower and you know you saw what can happen with this when when things get goofy you saw what can happen uh you know when the markets decide that it's time and there is there is no warning or no pre-announcement. Now, again, I don't really care. I actually look forward to that day because, again, even if I'm not participating from the short side, I am hedged, so it gives me a chance to buy more stock. You know, as I like to say, we try to buy the bottoms and sell the tops, but not because we think anything, but because we have a mathematical model that does exactly that by itself. So I, I think, though, that you, you've got you're getting to a position, and and again, this move will come from nowhere when you least expect it, and the next thing you know, it'll start to sell off. And again, you'll see that diagram we talk about with the new paradigm and or new paradigm. And I think that you just have to right here. I think we do as we've been doing. We sit back patiently, waiting for opportunity, because. I think that the opportunity will show. And uh, if you, the, the big problem is, is if you burn your bullets before you have a chance to get the opportunity, then you won't be able to participate and play. And to me, that is something that is always an issue with many of, of traders is we don't put ourselves in a position to play. And that's where, you know, I want you to understand that you want to make sure that you're in the best position to be able to create successful opportunities for yourself. And sometimes that means patiently sitting on the sideline, waiting for the right opportunities to appear. And then you will find out that you'll be a be in a better frame of mind. B you'll be more likely and more ready to go and C you'll have a chance to make some some dough. So this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, uh, always go to libertytalk.fm and download the show. You know, we have a great station for you, 24-hour day programming. Uh, and certainly uh, you can download The Bubba Show, Sporting Edge, and Crypto Investor X there. And, of course, don't forget about our high school investing program as we try to help educate our high school kids uh, throughout the world, we right now are in 600 high schools and looking to get them more. But, of course, as I have financed it myself for nine years and charged nothing, I am now looking for a little bit of help. If you'd like to be some of that help, you can go to Patreon, dot com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's Patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. It certainly would be appreciated. Uh, we'd, love, we'd love to continue this program. But uh, if we don't turn things around quickly, we will have to say sayonara to it and end it but hopefully that won't happen in the meantime this is the Bubba Show Todd Bubba Horowitz and of course we're going to stop out here for a break we're going to come back with more of the Bubba Show after the break Todd Bubba Horowitz the Bubba Show we'll be right back with more 
Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And, you know, I, I got a, an open question. You know, um, is, has the left lost their minds? Has the left gone over the deep end? Actually, I said I had a question. I have a number of questions. And does their antics, does it win them the elections in October, November this year? in the midterms or does it cost them? You know, I have to tell you, okay. Now, again, I understand many people do not like president Trump for a various number of reasons, uh, whether it be his attitude, his way he delivers things, his, uh, sometimes obnoxiousness, sometimes his womanizing, whatever it is that you don't like about him. But I have to say that, I have never seen in my lifetime a president that works like a dog, works so hard for this country, okay? I have never seen a president that, in my mind, at least outwardly, that shows a greater love for this country than President Trump, okay? Now, I know many will say he's got some shady deals and blah, 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 blah. And I, and, I'm not, and I don't know if he does or not. I'm sure he does. But I think, you know, if you want to talk about shady deals, you know, there's an old, there's an old thing. Lots of great wealth um, uh, has been built, and built on a lot of shady stories. Okay. Uh, there's an old saying that, you know, most great wealth, there's a, there's a dark secret behind Uh you know, and, you know, so we know, I mean, obviously, you know, going back to the Kennedys, you know, Kennedys and Camelot, I mean, you know, Chicago won them the election and that was mob related. And the rumor is, I don't know that for a fact, but Joe Kennedy was you know, somewhat of a gangster. Okay. But anyways, we'll say that, you know, we don't know for a fact, but I think the important thing is, is that this president has the greatest love I've ever seen for the United States of America. I think he has shown the greatest desire to make the Ameri make America great again. And, and, and again, we are the greatest nation in the world to begin with. But I think that he has shown some drive and desire to make it even better and to bring the country back together. And, and I think that the left has, is doing a lot of damage with their ignorance of speech and they're not willing to give the, the president credit for anything. Okay. Now, again, I understand if you don't like him as a man. Okay. I understand if you may not agree with his politics, but you cannot disagree with the things that he has done to help this country so far. You cannot disagree with his negotiating style that has brought, you know, upon, and again, these trade wars right now. Now, you can call them whatever you want, but you, you saw that Germany and Europe was talking about uh, shifting cars with no tariffs back and forth. And isn't that the, the spot that we're trying to get to is to have no tariffs? Okay. Uh, and 
to me, I don't see anything that we could possibly want more from is if we can get to a point where there are no more tariffs. Okay. I mean, I think we're going to get there. I mean, I am a firm believer and I happen to like the president. I voted for him. I, I predicted he would win in well before the election. Okay. But I think that again, whether I like him or not, he is the president. He's got two to four more, two to eight, six more years. And wouldn't it be better for everybody that lives in this country to throw their support and wait behind him to help create a, a better America? Wouldn't it be better to get people off of the welfare roll, which they've done a very good job of? Wouldn't it be great to get people to be able to save? And wouldn't it be great to get things going forward? But of course, and I'm not saying all the left, but many of the left are so set against it, like the Bill Maher comment that he would rather see a recession so that Trump can get pulled out of office. I mean, those are just so dumb and moronic statements that I, I can't stand it. And the Robert De Niro with the FU to Trump and the, the, the new deals, I, I don't understand how the very people that made their fortunes in this country because of this country, and I'm not saying because of Donald Trump, in this country, okay, because of the way that this country is set up, because of our system, okay, and because we don't have a lifetime leader, okay, and we, 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 we have a chance for a new leader every four to eight years, it's a very country that they made their millions and millions of dollars on, the very country that took care of them, they want to fight against the system that made them what they are. To me, it makes absolutely no sense. It has to be on the border on the range of stupidity. Again, I don't know them personally, but listening to some of these people talk, from Meryl Streep to, uh, to uh, The View, uh, Rosie O'Donnell to The Comedian to Robert De Niro to Bill Maher, and a billion others that were going to move out of this country when Trump won, if Trump won the election, which they never left them. It's shocking. But are, are they not, have they not lost their mind? You know, if we're not careful, we will get a socialist voted into the, in the office at some point. And this is where the parties need to come together. And I'm not saying that the, some of the right guys aren't bad either. So don't, don't I'm, I'm neither, just so you understand. I'm more of a, cent, a center libertarian type of person but it, it's about time that we better grow up and see something and, and quit fighting against the office of the president and start working for the country because we are in a position now to, to maybe make some real headway and some real progress but of course those that are not in office that want to get in office are hoping that everything fails. And again, I always the one thing I always did, I'm a very competitive guy, okay? But I never wished I never wished my opponent bad, okay? I just wanted to do better than my opponent. And and this is where I, I don't understand how the 
the the big stars of the world, the Hollywood types, and more, but how they can be so against progress and so against improvements in this country because they don't like the person that's in there. Just to me, it's so totally illogical that I I can't stand the fact, and it's 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 becoming it's becoming worse and worse every day. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, as you know, you can download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. That's the only station you need because you've got 24-hour-day programming, you've got Sporting Edge there, and you've got Crypto Investor X. And in the meantime, don't forget about my daily update, which is available to you for free. I give you a quick market update right after the close. I do a quick three- to five-minute video and send it out to you. And all you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com. A little box will pop up, and you can check it out. And I'll email it to you. No credit card. It's free. So check that out. And in the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. I would like to say thank you so much for you all hanging around with me today. It's always fun to be around, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same station, right here on the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horse. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you later. 